Greetings, travelers, and welcome to the Geronimo Draws podcast. I'm Robert Geronimo, creator of the Blood Realm comic series, along with my co-host, musician Stephen Babino. In this episode, we are joined by musician Anthony Babino as we discuss everything Star Wars. Also, be sure to rate, subscribe, and share, as it does help the channel grow. Thank you, and may the Force be with you. Hey guys, welcome to the Geronimo Draws podcast. I'm Rob. And I'm Steve. And today we have a special guest with us. He's here at last to discuss Star Wars, Anthony Babino. Hi, or should I say, hello there. (laughs) Yes, good segue. Today is going to be a Star Wars discussion. Mm. We are all big Star Wars fans as you guys can probably tell, because Steve and I have been holding out to talk about it for a while. It's been very difficult. It's leaked. (laughs) We've definitely leaked some Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But before we get into it, let's talk about how we know each other. We did it with Steve, so, and how the hell do we know each other? Rob and I met the first day of kindergarten. That's right. We have been best friends ever since we bonded over our Ninja Turtles backpacks. Damn straight. That was a year ago, right? That was a year ago. Very delayed. (laughs) But balls dropped right away. (laughs) Immediately. (laughs) That's right. I I was Ninja Turtles. I was wearing Donatello. Yeah. I was Leonardo. That's right. We both share, well, not both. We all share a love for Star Wars. Love. Maybe an obsession. A bit of an obsession, right? A little. That's okay. I think the rest of the world kind of agrees. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars is. One of the greatest franchises. Absolutely. Ever. So we'll get right into it. There's been some recent developments that I think we need to discuss. Speaking of hello there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So D23 was pretty big. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Where do we start? Well, um, Obi-Wan. Let's do that. Uh, the, Finally. They are. You know what? They're just hitting I can't me. even tell you how much I lost my shit when he <laughs> walked out on that stage. They went, we have a special guest. It's Ewan McGregor. <laughs> because, listen, how long have we been talking about yes. an Obi-Wan movie or an Obi-Wan show sure. with Ewan McGregor? Bring right. him back to reprise that role because that is... I have my problems with the, se- sure. the prequel series. Oh, yeah. But by far and away, Ewan McGregor... Oh, yeah. Carried all three of those movies on his Obi-Wan back. Kenobi. Oh, he was perfect. He was absolutely perfect. And it's even better for me because I just finished the Kenobi book. So I'm just like, oh, yes. yes. Right. And it's very much a West. So, yeah. Know. So, how much do you think they're going to draw from that? Well, I think there's a lot they can do because obviously he can't go on some big epic space adventure to save the galaxy because he does that, right. you know, later on. And he did that already. It needs to be a quiet story you know what i mean in in a certain location right and that's what this book is he's on tatooine and it's kind of like a gunslinger who you know you're waiting for him to finally take out the gun at the end to fight the bad guys you're just waiting for obi-wan to turn on that lightsaber again Mm -hmm. and that's what the build-up is and he's working in the shadows what are the chances that you think that they're going to bring back lee neeson well here's the thing because in the book uh, he goes through these meditation chapters in the book, uh, the, the author, and 
he's speaking to Qui-Gon. And it's like really intense. And that's where he lets out all of his regret with Anakin. Right. And how lonely he is. And how he really feels like he screwed up big time. And he doesn't want to get any close to anybody again. Right. And he owes it to Anakin to protect Luke, you know? Oh my God, I hope and they I, do that. So I think it would be... Well, uh, the reason I'm saying that is because at the end of Re- Revenge of the Sith, Yoda brings it up. And he says, your old master your old has been master. trying to right. contact yeah, yeah. you. Right. And then, it's been a while since I watched Clone Wars, and that's what I, actually what I was trying to look up on my phone. Qui-Gon uh, is it? He's Qui-Gon, yeah. Qui-Gon learns... It's mentioned in the show that Qui-Gon learns how to um, basically do the Force Ghost thing and cross over. Mm-hmm. Um, but he goes to a city, and I don't know really? if it's near Coruscant, or I, I have to look it up. Qui-Gon does? Qui-Gon, this is how he learns how to do it. He learns it from another master. No way. And so that's why I think there could be an opportunity for Kenobi to go off planet. Maybe he goes mm. to this city to mm. learn how to communicate with Qui-Gon. Interesting. Um, because also, when in the timeline does Yoda go to Dagobah? Uh, well, he goes to Dagobah right, after, right? right at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Does Kenobi ever visit him on Dagobah? Uh, well, so I, I think know. there might be opportunities Well, in the EU, I don't know what happens in the EU, but like if, if they're sticking to this particular novel, um, he doesn't leave ever. Because his mission is to save and protect Luke. Luke at all costs. Either way, I'm fine with it. And I'd be interested to see if they're going to revisit the storyline that they addressed on Star Wars Rebels, where he faces off with Maul. Ugh. Ultimately, he kills Maul right. in a... In a, in a, a samurai-like fight. Yeah, fight. Was, I love that. First of all, I thought that that was so understated and amazing the way yes, they did that it's perfect do you think that they're gonna readdress that now in a live action series because maul is in solo right maul's in solo and that's a, a whole other thing because there are other shows now so the cassian andor show that they're Which, gonna do so that was definitely place, announced it was definitely announced no one talked about it <laughs> it's, it's being overshadowed by kenobi and the mandalorian, mandalorian. which looks oh, amazing. amazing yeah and the Rise of Skywalker panel when they showed the, the new teaser. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, there's a lot that we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I think that there are so many opportunities now for them to explore this um, wider uh, universe. I personally think they're going to stick to the, to the main story and keep it like a Western. Right. Because a lot of cool stuff happens in that book. Like an Unforgiven kind of thing? It's exactly what it is, right. man. It's a Star Wars Unforgiven, and it's so I'm cool. So down. Yeah. You guys should read it. It's, it's, it's a really good book. I'm psyched. So I can't wait to see him in the robes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just can't wait. I can't wait to see him go. I love, know that. Yeah. I know. I love all those fan-made Wicker when he played Jesus. Yeah, they're putting it all to, they spliced it yeah. together. <laughs> Him in the desert, wandering yeah. Tatooine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an it's an awesome book. And in the scenes when he does speak to Qui Qui-Gon, you don't actually hear Qui-Gon talk back. So, so, that's so they why don't really communicate. He speaks to him and he meditates to him, but there there isn't any response. Interesting. You mm-hmm. know? And I don't know if they'll go that far where Qui-Gon does speak to him. I mean, that would, I would love to see that, obviously. How great would that be? <laughs> it would be great. 
they, they're they going to keep that under wraps. Right. For sure. Because listen, and <laughs> I don't know if we want to delve into all of the prequel stuff and our feelings on that, but <laughs> let's do it. I. <laughs> that's why we're here. <laughs> say what you want about The Phantom Menace. Right. But it had some of my favorite elements. Oh, yeah. From the prequels. Liam Neeson is Qui-Gon Jinn. He's mm-hmm. great. Is amazing. Mm-hmm. And you can argue underused. Mm-hmm. Maybe they killed him off too quickly, or maybe I actually like that they killed him. I like that he was killed off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not arguing that he shouldn't have been killed off. No, yeah. Maybe. A little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. I kind of have. <laughs> I'm I definitely think that Maul was underused. Yes. yes. Maul should not have been um, no. quote unquote killed in that movie which we all know he wasn't right in the shows but, yeah he lives um, he was so such a compelling villain oh especially his appearance too like yeah. he didn't even have to speak he spoke a couple of lines he just had so much presence yep. it was powerful you know and I love though the fact that you have two apprentices yeah Obi-Wan and Maul facing it well off. I always yeah. thought that Maul should have escaped yeah and the second movie should have been Obi-Wan Tracking him. Tracking down. Exactly. Yeah. That would have been, I and mean, there's a big showdown. Right. But I do like, you know, it's yeah. funny though, uh, re-watching the prequels, I, I hated Dooku in the beginning, but he really grows on me. And maybe because I did watch the Clone Wars and he's unbelievable in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Dooku yeah. is way more menacing. Great villain. Well, Clone Wars really- And Grievous. And Clone Grievous. Wars, yeah. That's, all right. Yeah. So, all right. If we're moving that quick. They flush, Grievous they flush is one of my favorite villains. everybody yeah. in Clone Wars. Clone Wars- is an amazing show. That's Dave and Filoni. Dave Filoni. Yeah. And also He's Dave Filoni is also doing Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, so that's a good segue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mandalorian, Mandalorian. looks so amazing. good. It, it looks, looks amazing. Great. It looks, most importantly though, it looks beautifully shot. It yes. Does. The cinematography looks gorgeous. John Favreau directing it? Yes. <sighs> he wrote and directed, right? And he, Did he? He oh, collaborated Dave, with Dave Filoni. Filoni, yeah. yeah. There's room... For so many stories, mm-hmm. they can go anywhere right. with this stuff. Yeah, and yeah, Ryan Johnson's writing his own. He's trilogy, got his own thing, which some people may have mixed thing. feelings about, but, but you know he is. I'm on Team Ryan, so <laughs> on team yeah, Ryan. I don't call him Ruin Johnson. <laughs> they call him Ruin. They call Johnson. him Ruin Johnson. Um, <laughs> when we saw that film, I was genuinely on the edge of my seat the entire oh, time. Oh yeah, I was, and just because. You, know, you had no idea where it was going to go. Yeah, I was shocked, to be honest, how many people hated it. And we're diehard Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really surprised by the outcry. People think they destroyed Luke's arc. I, I loved it. I, loved it. I yeah. like that he shut himself out from the Force. And then, okay. and then he Let's force just... projects himself across the galaxy. I Are you was... kidding me? That's that... not cool. I thought that was awesome. That's the coolest amazing. thing any Jedi's ever done. Yeah. yeah. And again, and no Jedi's ever done. And, I... and that's the most, and I'm sorry, I just need to yeah, get yeah. this point in. That is the most Yoda, Yoda thing yeah. that any person would do. Yeah. The whole Yoda scene. I love that scene. Oh, yeah. How is Luke being any different than he's ever been? Right. Ever. I love right. that he calls him. <laughs> Young, young, Skywalker. young Skywalker. I love that. It's a great scene. That was so cool. And then he talks about the burden of the master and like, and Luke is still learning. And again, Admiral Holdo, I didn't like, 
I think it should have been Admiral Akbar. Should have been Akbar. That did that. That scene. would have meant more. You know, I did. If she was, if she had appeared in Force Awakens, it, I would have felt more. Right. But she wasn't fleshed out, and she came out of nowhere right. to, to literally save the day. If she was someone that we knew earlier, earlier. I mean, obviously, if it was Lando, but now that he's in Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. that would have been effective. But, yeah. but Laura Dern. <laughs> love, love me some Laura Dern. But you're right. She should have been in The Force Awakens. Yeah, at least. And then we could have gotten to know her character and right. love and so, grow to love her character. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, that means more when yeah, she. Yeah, because I didn't feel that. I didn't feel into, So what you're saying? Fleet. What you're saying is you wish that Admiral Akbar was on the ship and he points the ship and he goes, that's a truck! <laughs> cuts through the Star Destroyer. Dude, that's the I, ultimate fan service. I would have I would have loved that. Standing ovation, I would have got yeah. a, I would have got a standing ovation. I would have been in half mass. Slow clap. <laughs> Single tear. Yeah. Oh, we're, all right, we're getting into the new trilogy. We got to chill. Okay. Any more D3? What was it? DS? What do they call D, it? D23. D23 announcements. Um, that we want to, I mean, what I'm, else was there? I'm pumped for, I mean, we talked about Kenobi and the Cassian Andor show, yeah, the Mandalorian. That trailer looks right. incredible. There's not much to say yet because we don't really right. know much yet, but I love the cast. The cast looks great. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I, you know what, man, I have so much faith in John Favreau and Dave Filoni yeah. as a creative. Oh, team. Dave, sure. Dave Filoni's unbelievable. It's like so much, it's like system Dude, overload. It's, it, it is overload. Because now we're going to get into the Rise of Skywalker footage. Okay, folks. Here we go. Buckle up. So, okay. So the first thing. First things first. We're jumping to light speed. They they put out the poster, right? That was the first thing they put out. They're facing each other. Yeah. The Emperor is pulling the strings. Now, in that trailer, we see what we saw. We saw um, Imperial, the original Imperial Star Destroyers. Right. Okay. So they've been... Either that that um, backs up the time travel theory, or they've been hiding in what did you say the outer rim or deep space or That's something like I that. That's what I think. I because in uh, one of the aftermath novels they mentioned that oh, right. you told me. after mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi, when the Empire falls, there's like seventy or seventy five percent of all their ships are unaccounted for. Oh, okay. So really? I'm thinking. I'm thinking that, well, you, when we were talking on the phone the other day, right. you said, uh, you're thinking about these theories online mm-hmm. that you've been reading where one one says that there's this time travel thing that's happening. Right. Based off of things that people are seeing in the trailer. In the trailer. Like the old Star Destroyers. and The satellite like, dish on, on the Millennium Falcon. Falcon. Right. Um, so things like that. And then uh, Leia's holding... The medal the from metal. Uh, A New Hope. Right. So... Yeah, or, or we think it's Leia holding it. Um, oh, true. Right. It looks like her. It looks like her hand. But, but they're saying that she plays a huge role in this film. Right. I, I'm like, how? Because they're using old footage, from mostly Force, from Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Right. So what did they film between her and Ray for her to be a substantial character in this film? It's going to be interesting. I'm fascinated. I can't yeah. wait to see how they wrap it up. Yeah, because this isn't just wrapping up. A little story. This, this is, is wrapping up nine movies. Yeah. The Skywalker yeah. Saga. saga. This yeah. is going to end the Skywalker Saga. Right. So there's a lot to do. And there's only about probably two and a half hours to do it. Right. So, you know, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So so getting back to the Star Destroyers. Yeah. And that they show in the trailer. 
So some people are saying it could be a, a time travel thing. Um, I, I think they've been hiding out, leaning toward after Return of the Jedi, Empire the Emperor gets killed, or so we think, and the Empire's falling, and the fleet takes off to go out to the outer rim. Right. This unexplored area of space that the Emperor and a lot of the EU uh, storylines that are now not canon. Right. They bought and they're taken from it. You know, yeah. he was fascinated with the outer rim. Okay. Um, it's the dark side. Resides there, right? Mostly. It's very strong there and it's unexplored space. And so the Emperor, just in like Star Wars mythology, was fascinated by the outer rim. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe more than half the fleet runs away and they're like biding their time um Mm. and that they're basically maybe calling the shots in the background with the first order and that's where they're getting all of their power and their technology from it's just this this existing version of the empire that's operating in the darkness Mm. so they've been there the whole time and so that's interesting so then Basically, the Emperor has been pulling the strings, possibly possessing Snoke, starting up the First Order right? while he's away with the original fleet? Could be. They got to be all old. Those stormtroopers got to be crinkly right. by now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're like, well, all right, Master. <laughs> Unless the Emperor... Their aim is going to be pretty bad. Well, it, it's already... it never was. It never was good. <laughs> Um, unless the emperor is this entity, now he's just this darkness. Oh, what's the line he says? He says, "Now your journey is complete. As will be complete. Now your journey nears its end. Now your journey nears its end. Who the hell is he talking to? Right. And then obviously there's the dark ray scene. Right. That well, everyone that, ties in, that also ties in with uh, a lot of the EU there stuff. EU there's things. a cool. There's a couple of theories. The, uh, Force unleashed. Yes, because well, well, Vader well, let's has get clones. Into that. So okay, so, so let's get okay. the first obvious one out. Okay, it's probably well, not probably. It could be a, a vision, right? That, that's, Dark ray. Yeah, it could be a vision of where she can go. Maybe she's being tempted, and maybe she has to battle herself, like uh, Luke. But that did. would be way too on the nose, and people would hate that. True, that's an but, exact replica of the third one. But JJ Abrams of, of six. J.J. Abrams and his mystery box BS that I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Right. So let's just that's number one. I hope it's not that that would be really bad. You know, the thing what we were talking about the other day is the thing I hope. Well, initially, I was subscribing to the theory that Ray was somehow related to Palpatine. Right. You love that theory. Yeah, because I thought it was really cool mirror imaging. Just with right. it would be the reverse of the original trilogy and be cool. But now seeing the dark ray thing, I am subscribing to the theory that she's a clone. And there are it would again be mirror imaging, but in a different way and in a very smart way. Mm-hmm. That they will they could tie the prequel trilogy into this one. Into yeah. all nine all of these films, they're tying them together. Because what's the driving force of the prequel trilogy? The clones. The clones. Sure. Right. And the second one's called the Clone Wars. Who commissioned the clones? The Emperor. Or Attack of the Palpatine. Clones. Right. 
And in the EU, Palpatine clones himself. Clones. He, he clones himself, and he has clones made that he could, uh, in in the event that he dies, he can inhabit he can their inhabit bodies. Them. That's right. Yeah. And so, and yes. he has multiple made because he's so strong with the dark side that he wears the bodies out. Snoke. Right. Exactly. So that would explain Snoke, right? Perfectly. He's, he's, he's all, his body's all decrepit and right. falling apart. And why wouldn't he inhabit the richest man in the galaxy? Right. Who can fund the entire First Order. Right. So, so that's what... That's, maybe, and that would explain so much. Oh, forget. That would, that would just enhance Last Jedi. Yeah. Right. Oh, I, I would love... Love, love, love it if that is what the storyline turned out to be. Yeah. Ray is a clone, and we don't know who dropped her off on Jakku. Right. Um, maybe they were protecting her or hiding her from the Emperor so that he couldn't inhabit her. Mm-hmm. But I think there are multiple versions of Ray, and it also uh, reinforces the theory. Going back to The Last Jedi, when she has her vision, she goes down. No, that's uh, Force oh. Awakens. She has a vision. No, I'm talking about the Last Jedi. Oh, and she goes down in the hole, in the hole in the hole on the island, and she sees like herself, and it's tons of them of herself (gasps) in the mirror. Oh, I forgot about that. I just I just watched it. (laughs) (laughs) I need to rewatch this. Oh my god! So she goes down there because she wants to know who her parents are, and she's looking (gasps) in this mirror in the reflection. She says, "Show them to me." And remember, she like lifts her fingers up and she snaps her fingers. She sees herself. And she she sees two shadows right. walking. Right. right. And they kind of, I mean, they don't, one of them doesn't look human to me uh, when you when you watch it again. Okay. Um, could be her own like projection. Of what she thinks of, they would be. Right. Yeah. Um, but then when they come together and... and she gets closer it's her it's her own reflection mm-hmm. which is also like luke in empire strikes back mm-hmm. when he defeats vader and in the scene on dagobah and he sees his own face in the helmet but very interesting because there's hundreds of her and mm. the other thing that i thought was interesting is there's this delay when she snaps her fingers it's not one finger snapping it's like Many yes. fingers snapping in a row. I do remember this. You could argue that that's like the um, delay of the time. Okay. Right? I thought she was just, just on acid. Like, <laughs> no. But also, maybe they're all not snapping together because they're all separate entities. Right. Um, wow. Oh, well, that's, so that's looking deep into right. it. So I mean, all, that would be great. Yeah. And again, it ties in to it, it ties into. Everything, but who she's a clone from? I think, and now, now we're now we're getting into it. Yes. So oh, he's getting fired up. The <laughs> look, he's all red. I'm, I'm getting all flushed. Um, what was it? One of the first drafts of the Force Awakens opens up with the opens with Luke's with hand, Luke's severed hand. Yeah, floating, holding the lightsaber, Anakin's lightsaber, and apparently it entered some atmosphere and the hand burns up and the lightsaber lands and someone picks it up. Now, if they were thinking about that, then I had to think yeah. about now fast forwarding with the context that we have, right? How cool would it be if Ray is a clone of Luke or, or, or 
cloned from Luke's DNA. From his hand. From his hand. Cut off in the Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. And technically, that makes her a Skywalker. Okay. So, I'm people it. who were saying, oh yeah, right, right, Skywalker, right, right, and way back when The Force Awakens came out. They were right. They were right. But they wouldn't know. But this is... I mean, meeting them, that. meeting right. the characters. Because, listen, for for how many years now? When did that movie come out? 2015? Yeah. So, four years, people are speculating, oh, who are her parents? Who are her parents? And Kylo t- tells her, you know, or, or she says, you know, I, I'm no one, right? I'm, I'm, and he's I'm like, no you're one. right. You're right. You are no one. Yeah. But he also says... Or they were no one, she says. Yeah, yeah. right. They were no one. Yeah. But now you're ready because I'm going to forget this. Okay. Now remember, ironically, we see Dark Ray, right? What did he see when they touched hands? Remember when they touched hands? Yes. And she said that I saw that you will turn. And he goes, it's funny. I saw you too. Right. And you will be the one that turns. Right. 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 So. <laughs> he also tells her that he saw. He knows who her parents are. Yes. Before the scene in, in the throne room. Right. But he says that he's so confident because he saw that she would turn. And what do we get in that little teaser? Dark Ray. Yeah. So did Kylo see? A clone. Or no. Or, or oh, maybe. Or that she does turn. Did he see that? Did he see the next film? I don't know if they'll be bold enough to make her go full on. No, she has to be the hero of the story. Bad. Yeah, she has to. But, and again, is it is that more compelling? I don't know. Is it more compelling for Rey to just be a single, no clones, or just the one Rey? Is it more compelling story-wise for her to go bad in the final film? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I like the clone theory. I just I uh, well okay, I do I love that clone theory, but I can't get excited about it because I had so many theories about the Last Jedi. I got so excited about it, and they were all wrong. Right, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you kind of feel let down. It's like, oh, all right. Well, I'll try and go with Ryan Johnson's thing. You know what I mean? So well, I'm trying I, I not to subscribe. Anything, you have to, uh, and I think it's part of the fun is the lead up and right. the speculation. Um. But I think going into anything, you have to calm your expectations and go along for the ride, you know, because ultimately you're not making the film. Right. Someone else is making the right. film. Um, but it doesn't make it any less fun to build it, build it up, you know. Yeah. I love the clone theory. I think that would be great because also they're pulling from the the beloved – a game, Force Unleashed, which was Vader making a bunch of clones. Right. And then, well, the sequel, he was making the clones. So what is the other theory then? Now, well, think about this. What's Kylo's role? Is Kylo always going to be the sub-villain? Because he finally gets senior villain status right. at the end of <laughs> Last Jedi, and then somebody comes in. But you may not... You know, you're not granted rank of master. <laughs> We're not granted you rank of master. You may sit on this council. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. 
So then, then uh, I can't. You can't call them brother and sister, but they are both Skywalkers. If that's true, so then technically, like niece and nephew. If that's true, oh, man, I, that would be great, man. I, th- I, I will buy more into that than the the Palpatine theory that she's Palpatine's uh, daughter. I'm open to both, but I'm so married now to this clone, clone theory. Yeah, I think it would be just a perfect way to tie it all together. And the lightsaber does come to her. So who's making these clones? Right. So the Force Awakens. Oh, true. Right. Calls to her. The The lightsaber calls to her, and she hears Obi Wan's voice and Yoda, and 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 she's in the scene. What scene does does she hear all this? She sees in Empire Strikes the Empire Strikes Back scene, and she hears Luke when he says no. Right. Right. And he gets his hand cut off. So she's there. She's reliving that moment. Right. That's technically where she was kind of, that's her origin. That right. hand. Could be. Mm. Oh, man, I would love that. That would be fantastic. I, I'm on board for it. I just, don't build me up, Star Wars. Just <laughs> 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 shoot me down. That would be, I would be down for that. Yeah. Technically, wasn't, wasn't Vader or Anakin, not, well, he's not a clone, but he was created. Well, we don't know. How Anakin was created. Although in that awesome scene, Revenge of the right. Sith. There's reference that the Emperor... Did you ever created. hear? Yeah. The legend of Darth Plagueis the Wise. I love that scene. It was so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great scene, though. Love that, scene. And love that movie. Yeah. Love that movie. Love, love that, that Joker. Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. And that's the thing. And people were really disappointed because they were all expecting, Snoke is Plagueis, Snoke is Plagueis. And now you brought up a good point, uh, Ant, was that he, he, he literally defeated his master, who was Plagueis. Right. And he outdid him mm-hmm. and learned everything. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, Plagueis taught him everything that he knows, and he bettered him. Bettered him, exactly. And he, he kills him. In he his sleep. Him. Right. Yeah. So... It would you know, be a lot of a lot Palpatine. of Star Wars fans and people that that we've talked to um, have said, "Oh yeah, you know the Darth Plagueis thing would be amazing. You know, would tie everything together." And I, while I do think that that would be cool, I like we were talking about the other day. It's really Palpatine bested him. Sidious, yeah, yeah. Sidious. Yeah. Palpatine's like the the biggest bad guy of them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. And he's also I, the yeah. best villain. Come yeah. on. Incredible. No. No, no. I love being evil. <laughs> no, I, uh... <laughs> he's the best, man. He is. I was thinking about the scene in Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. when he's trying to turn Luke and he's making him fight his father. He's making him fight Vader. And... Luke refuses and I always get chills during that scene where the Emperor realizes that he's, he's not, not gonna win. He's not gonna win. Yeah. As far as, you know, turning Luke's guy. Yes, yeah, right. And I'll never join you. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And he goes, Then you will die. You will you die. Will oh, die. That's so good. That realization that yeah. I've gotta kill you now. Yeah. <laughs> it's Palpatine old. It's so great. But it's also the sinister Oh. Like planning behind the whole thing, where he's basically like, "Now you're gonna watch 
all of your friends die. Yes. And then I'm going to kill you. Yeah. It's it's and, like, oh and, every, and everyone's complaining that, oh, that was such a repeat in Last Jedi. And I, I'm, I'm for the, for the argument that that's because it was him inhabiting right. Snoke's body. Right. So he was trying it out again. Right. The same thing on Rey. But what he didn't expect was Kylo killing the host. Right. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't think Palpatine is going to come back and like welcome the First Order under Kylo. I think he's coming now with the Imperial, with classic Imperial fleet. Maybe Dark Ray in the trailer is inhabited by right. the Emperor. And how cool would it be if the Ray we know is the clone? No, I mean, they're all clones. I'm saying, what if they face off? She has to face off against the clone. Right, Ray. right. Like the evil clone, right? That would be sick. I love it. <laughs> we, we've also have never seen, uh, we've only seen light ghosts, force ghosts. We haven't seen what dark side force ghosts can mm. do. So I think this is a great avenue for that because look, if Qui-Gon reached that point, right, of becoming a force ghost and then he taught Obi-Wan this and obviously Yoda, then why wouldn't Palpatine, the most powerful Sith, right? I would say he is the most powerful Sith. I don't know what happened previously. He's also obsessed with um, just the idea of living forever. Exactly. I mean, that's the whole thing of, of, of his master Plagueis was he didn't want, you know, what did he want? He said uh, he wanted to defeat, defeat death yep. and he wanted to stop others from dying. But he, you know, he, he, he figured out how to manipulate life. So, you know, I think that's a possibility. How could, how could the dark side force ghosts figure that out? And maybe it's through possession. Right. You know, so light side becomes force ghosts and dark side possesses. So now. Sick. That would be cool. So. Exorcist style. In yeah. the trailer, in Rise of Skywalker. Peace soup. Peace soup and all. Yeah. <laughs> where. So clearly. It's looking more and more like they're going to the wreckage of the Death Star from the end of Return of the Jedi. Right. Right. Um, but in the Force Awakens concept art, they show like the, the Death Star being lifted from the sand. There's a show. Really? Oh. Yes, there's a shot. So there was an original intent, but they were playing around with it. It wasn't like right, yeah. an official thing. But So do you think that that's the surface of Endor? Well, if it is, that's sick because that means it crashed and just demolished the yeah. whole moon. <laughs> nah. I mean, it would have to be, right? Well, it could have just shattered. But that's the thing, though. It, they're showing it in pieces, but it exploded at the right. end. So what do we think they're doing? Why are they going to the wreckage of the Death Star? Is it? And it, obviously, it has something to do with the Emperor. Well, that, that's the thing. What it, are they looking for? Because it looks like the group... Is going together to look for something. It's more about what, in my opinion, what Kylo is looking for. Because Kylo wants to... What, what is his goal, really? So I'm a little confused about. Right. And also, okay, now I'm thinking back to Return of the Jedi. They um, So at the end of the film, Luke, he takes Vader's body. Right. And he burns it. Oh, right. He has the, right? He has the funeral pyre, right? Oh and he burns his body. And we still don't know how Kylo got the helmet, the helmet, mm-hmm. which Vader's spoke helmet. to him, which he says many right. times. We still don't know how he got it. So that was on 
the surface of Endor where he burned his body, correct? You're right, yeah. So I'm assuming that that's the wreckage of the Death Star on Endor because what else is near where that happened? But where did Luke build the Jedi Temple? Oh, we don't know. That I don't know either. I don't know where he built the new Jedi Temple. I'm sure we could look that up. I'm sure I'm sure it's in canon now. Yavin 4. Yavin 4. Oh, okay. so that's confirmed. Yeah. It was located on Yavin 4. All right. Interesting. Wow. So they burned that up and killed everybody. Right. Very so cool. when the conflict happens between Luke and Kylo, where Kylo claims that Luke was trying to kill him in his sleep, and Luke basically kind of confirmed kind of that, confirmed it but it was he says it was like a second but he did turn on that light senses yeah. but, he, but he did turn it on uh, with the intent to kill and then kylo goes full-on bad and he says he took a handful of my students and he slaughtered the rest and right. he burned the temple and he left everything in ruins so maybe so, they weren't finished in terms of their training right and that's why they don't have lightsabers could be you know so now we also, I'm also curious to get some more context and backstory on how Snoke got involved with we Kylo need that. at all. We absolutely need that. And I don't want it in a comic. I don't want it in a novel. No, it's got to be in the movie. I want that in the movie. But we need it would to know explain that. a lot if it was the literally the Emperor. Right. No, I know. But, but he does say Snoke. And it, listen, and, and it would Snoke make sense it. that he would go after Kylo because he knows if it's the Emperor inhabiting the body, he knows that that's Vader's grandson. Exactly. Right. Right. So that would make sense. And that's what 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 a better way to stick it to Luke. Right. But again, yeah. How does he even meet him? You know, like how does he go after? How did he influence him? Because right. they said that Snoke had already gotten to him. Right. So it could have been through vision. It could is have it been through, through the force. Like I think it's vision? through. The, well, look how Vader was able to literally speak to Luke at the end of Empire. Right. There's that connection when he's like, you know, right. son. You know what I mean? Mm. So maybe who knows? Maybe Snoke is literally inhabiting his mind and just messing him up. Well, the Emperor rather than Snoke. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Um, that could probably how he does it. Mm. But they have to. They have to show that. They have so, to see. So you that. think they're going? They're going to the Death Star because that's where Kylo's going in search of something. I think Kylo's going there. I think Kylo needs something. I don't know what. That's the only thing. Like, is it, like I don't understand his goal. He's. I love his character. I think he's great because he's very different character. He's like a cool mixture between Anakin Skywalker and a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> But I like his character. Or, or I would even argue Luke in the beginning of A New Hope. Yeah, it's sure. Kind of whiny. Yeah, yeah. So what does he want? That's what I don't understand. Because he wants to surpass Vader. So what does he need at the Death Star to right. surpass Vader? And There's something there is at the is the Emperor's presence. And it's interesting because I don't think Kylo has the whole story as far as context with Vader. I don't think. He, he has been made aware of um, Vader's turn at right. the end. How Vader oh, turns back to good. Interesting. Um, That's interesting. Because okay. he's kind of glorifying the villainous aspect. Sure. But Anakin is redeemed. That's the whole point of of the original trilogy. Is It's Anakin's redemption. Sure. No, it is. So 
I don't think he has that context. Maybe, maybe Luke never told anyone about what happened with Vader. That's I don't know. Interesting. That's right. It only happened between the two, the three in that room. Mm-hmm. Three people know of it. Well, obviously, maybe yeah. he told Leia. I don't. Who knows? Because we again, we don't have that context. Don't they call him the savior? What do they call Luke? Don't they call him the? They call him something, the savior of the rebellion or something like that. Well, which is it's an also an interesting thing because in the context of the new trilogy, as you remember from the Force Awakens, Luke Skywalker's name kind of goes into like the myth. That's true. Yeah. Where right? right. They thought he was a. They thought it was a myth. Right. It was yeah. A myth, yeah. Which is interesting because it's what twenty years after Return of the Jedi. That's true. Oh um, boy, it's a lot to process. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess we can't tell really right now from the trailers what they're looking for because what's the MacGuffin? Right. You know, you can't have. That's the other thing. You can't have some big intergalactic space weapon again. You yeah. can't do that. No. So what's the main threat? So maybe the literal threat is the fleet. Although in the trailer, the classic fleet. What's that giant red blast yeah. that's destroying the surface of Oh, yeah, you're planet? right. I forgot about that. Is that coming from a Star Destroyer, or what? what is that? That's true. Now the fleet coming through with the lightning. Wouldn't it be cool? Because obviously, if they are out there, like I said, these stormtroopers are going to be old as hell. Right. They're going to be geriatric stormtroopers, <laughs> and I don't. nobody wants to see that. So wouldn't it be wild if if they do in fact you know oh unless you can't age in the outer rim unless you're out there and you're the same age and you're perpetually stuck at a certain point and that's why you because you said they you, you you confirmed that in the book it is canon that what seventy ships are missing that are unaccounted 70, for seventy or seventy five percent of their ships okay so that's what, a fleet it's a fleet that's a fleet yeah. so what if when you go to this area, you said it was the outer rim. Yeah. Is that what you said? That's what I'm guessing. Maybe you don't age, so for them it's just yesterday. Maybe. Interesting. This clone thing that would tie everything would together. Tie everything together. Everything. I'm for it. Yeah, I'm really for so it. with it, man. Oh, I just boy. think she's Jar Jar's daughter. <laughs> Misa Jar- back. It was Jar Jar all along. <laughs> Listen, the idea of Jar Jar having sex at all is very disturbing to me. Well, for you. (laughs) Thanks for listening, folks. Speak for yourself. Maybe turn the lights down. Jar 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 Jar's on. Jar Jar's on screen. Oh, boy. There's just, there are so many things within Star Wars, which is why we'll be talking about it forever. Right. Um, it's just amazing the universe that George Lucas is responsible for creating. It's, it's incredible. Just, it's so wide and so diverse, and it's seemingly endless in the possibilities. Yeah, you were absolutely right. And that's what's so compelling about Star Wars as a universe for me. It's just even, you know, starting from the obsession when you're a kid to now into adulthood, it's there are things. That you will can constantly discover about it. Yeah, it doesn't get tired. No, and it's just, it's really an amazing thing. And it just sparks the imagination. 
it makes you feel like anything's possible, you know. Because anything is. There you go. The Church of George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Ant, thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course. This Pleasure to fun. be here. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be a lot to unravel in the future because I know there's probably going to be another trailer eventually. Oh, I can't wait. A final trailer. And then on Anthony's birthday, December 20th, we will watch Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. All right, Anthony guys. Anthony turns 13. <laughs> <laughs> we all do together. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm Rob. I'm Steve. I'm Anthony. All right, guys. Have a great night or day, wherever you are. And thanks for tuning in. Take care. Thank you.